0: Sugar Hill. It's Justin Winley, aka Dr. Newmar, aka Giancarlo Jr., aka Autumn's Finest. It's not the wind that's chilling you. Ooh. Joined by my boy.
1: Yo, what's up? It's Doja Cat's big doll baby father, aka Captain Pullout with the collarbone, <laughs> aka Captain Cockring. What's poppin'? <laughs> Yeah, baby, we back. What's up? <laughs> talk to me nice. Yo, talk to me <laughs> nice. Yo, Amad, what's
2: poppin', baby?
3: Oh my goodness. It looks like we are back, but we're actually in person yes, this time. Sure, yes. yes These niggas look fly. Oh, I am looking at two handsome black men. You Thank know what I'm saying? You, me Thank on you, the sir. side. I'm just no pause. <laughs> no pause. No pause. No pause. It's your boy Amad K. Simmons, aka the prolific put in popper. AKA the Tennessee Titty Twister And then last but not least (laughs) No go ahead and finish AKA Granny's goodness (laughs) See I stood up nigga I told you
0: (laughs) I'm sweating again
3: (laughs) It's hot I have So I take,
0: need, take off all your clothes, boys.
2: It's <laughs> off top t- of the
3: dome, okay? Oh, my this God. Up the top oh, of the dome. I need gravy. some milk. Welcome back, y'all. I need some <laughs> almond milk.
0: It's important for the audience to understand that oh this God. is, as Jude said, our first session back in person uh, in, a, in an official sense since the pandemic, and it's also our first session with Ahmad in person ever. Oh. So we're really excited to be back. Oh God. Um, I'm also wearing a, a very heavy hoodie and I am
1: so this nigga look like can like an anime camera on <laughs> no really real quick though it's really unfortunate that we do not have footage of this he has the yankee snapback pink accents on the yankee logo yep. a pink brim pink accents on the side of the world series i don't think justin has ever watched the world series in his life <laughs> <laughs> 100%. And and real quick, and also he has to bring out his nerdy side with the Super Saiyan Rosé,
2: Rosé, oh. Rosé. pink
1: and black and gray
0: hoodie. Thank it's, you. It's it's like
1: much. it's like it's like Cameron was like watching anime at Manhattan Senna, mm, mm,
2: mm. <laughs> mm, 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 mm.
3: and he's got the Calypso with like you know mm-hmm. the nectar from the pink dragon himself. Exactly, exactly. You know, I'm like just pink dragon squirted inside. That <laughs> I'm I'm just getting ready. I'm just getting I'm ready to
0: go see Halle Bailey after the recording. That's Ooh all it is. Wee. I know that pink is uh, one of her favorite colors. Oh, Wait, how, 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 do you you know? how do you know? that? Bobby, why do you know all of that?
1: Huh? Um, Bobby, you know all of that? Um, we have
0: conversations. Sometimes. You have conversations? Call the cops. <laughs> call the cops? <laughs> <laughs> call the police. We need to call the police. Police! Help!
2: Police! <laughs> Help! <laughs> Help!
0: Um, oh, yeah, glory. no, we, I mean, <laughs> we were talking about this before the recording. Um, the Bailey sister is really taking the world by storm and yes. you know usually on this podcast we try to be respectful and I think we are but um, you
1: hear okay. the silence from me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jude's silence was loud we speak um, our minds right? but we I'm do. just saying if either one of them wanted to
1: pull the gray shorts to the side she can pull my Nike shorts to the side like a little slut. Like, she can treat she can slut me the fuck out. <laughs> Chloe, specifically. I am in
2: a happy
3: relationship. <laughs> there will be no gray shorts <laughs> for me.
1: In fact, I've never worn the color. Gray exactly. in
0: my life. A <laughs> oh, is
1: wrapped up in a towel, in his robe, eloquently, exactly. with a glass of wine yes. with his lady. With yeah, his sherry. Um and, I, and his bunny slippers. You
0: know, it's uh, it, speaking I of fuck it up with some bunny
1: slippers. I'll <laughs> fucking I know, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> know you fucking up with some bunny slippers. <laughs> it's,
0: speaking of having you back, Ahmad, before we get into the show proper, you uh you achieved a major milestone this summer. Yes, sir. More than your first professional oh, show and yes. in Chicago. Mama Mia, I mean, tell us about it, man. We couldn't get to get out to see you, but oh. but how'd it go? Tell Thank the people. You good, sir. It was
3: it was honestly like one of the one of the most magical moments of being like on a stage after like 17 months, Mm -hmm. you know, me heading back for my first summer in Chicago, even though I went to college in Chicago, shout out to Columbia college Chicago. Um, It was, it was such a good time to just be out there, be by myself, uh, reflect on certain things that were happening throughout these 17 months and how I want to grow from there. And, um, you know, just sharing the the moments with my friends, sharing the moments with my girl, um, and and you know, it, it, was, it was it was an amazing time, and and the cast itself was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them were unique in in their own way, mm-hmm. and um, I was I was more so blessed to have the director who was my teacher at Columbia, mm-hmm. oh, um, tell me about the show that he was directing, and it turns out he was in that show. He was in the show too. Um, like mm, close to two decades ago in, oh, in Vegas. Oh, yeah. And so he decided to direct it in his way. Yeah. And uh, it, it turned out so well. And at, at the end of the show, of course, like the cast members that were on stage, we all cried. Mm-hmm.
1: But it was it was such a fun time. What I mean. does like direction look like on stage when it comes to different interpretations? Because it's not, obviously, it's not like a film where, you know, they have their thing set and it's canned in a film, mm-hmm. but it's directed each each time in different, different in a different yeah. way though. Yeah. So like how does like directing work uh, well, on stage? Every
3: every every director has a vision as to what they believe uh the show could look like in, in their mind. Like you can you can turn Mamma Mia into a it, it's, it's it's mainly, you know, it takes place in, in Greece in mm-hmm. a summer feel. It's a feel good musical because these are songs that were made by the group Abba, and or Abba, mm. <coughs> and so it uplifts people into like a, a greater a great, greater mood. And mm-hmm. and and Justin Brill, shout out to Justin Brill he decided to, uh, you know, go a different route as to what he believes these characters should act on. Like how should how how should this scene fit, uh, this song so perfectly, and how mm-hmm. can we. Um, become so invested in these certain characters, be invested in the main pro protagonist as she's trying to find her th- find her father out of these three dads that come to this wedding. That uh, sounds
1: like my situations.
3: Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so my bad. It to mind. Continue. Ahead.
2: Continue. Continue. Yes. The talk was there. It was.
3: It is. It, it was honestly such a magical time being mm. with every single one of them and, you know, learning from Justin Brill and him and his lovely wife, shout out to Shanna. um, They were both, he was the director. And if, of course, Shanna was like the co-director, but she was the choreographer. So Mm. I'm pretty sure they were going through um, so many scenes, trying to figure out how should they word, like how, how should this play out in this scene? Like what, what should this character, do in order to uh, elevate this certain moment or have this certain emotion. Um, I've learned such such valuable lessons as I was in this this cast. Yeah. Um, What's the biggest
1: thing you took from it?
3: I would say <laughs> review all of your shit. Mm. Like, just try to jot down everything that you know about this show before you even do it, and not go in blind. I've done that couple times before. Um, I know I'm saying it on the air, but hey, nah, you other other, th- other directors not going to watch this fucking episode. But, <laughs> but no, not
1: for nothing. It's good that you own your shit. Like yeah. you own the, the moment that you felt like you messed up. And if you own it, you know how to do better next time. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And, and uh, honestly, there were certain performances. There were certain shows that I was in and I didn't know anything about them. Like, this was me during 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 college. Like for example, when I was in when I was in your town, or even my first show, Little Shop of Horrors. I heard about the show, but I didn't know what it was about. Mm. I knew there was a plant in it, but I was like, yeah. uh "Oh, okay." There's it, a plant and <laughs> has a voice and all that, and so I had to like watch uh watch the movie, like watch watch uh, you know Broadway shows, and trying to figure out how I can. Um, Im- embody this this certain role and make it mine, mm-hmm. and so uh, I want to be much more prepared as I am, you know, doing, an uh the the, the next show. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
3: Research is 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 a big thing for me too
0: in terms of like, uh, you know, approaching anything. I like to kind of dig in and, and and make a mental attachment to to whatever it is, even if that's just looking up the history of this play. So,
1: right, does that ever scare y'all? Like you know to you know attach yourself to a character like that and thinking about obviously worst case scenarios like RP to the God Heath Ledger Mm -hmm. or just taking the weight of certain roles because it affects you in a certain way like even with singing certain songs Mm -hmm. like uh, Led Zeppelin's uh, Stairway to Heaven Mm -hmm. they say that that song takes a lot out of the person singing it Mm -hmm. do you guys worry about a role taking something out of you like nigga I'm fucking exhausted doing this shit Mm -hmm.
3: Really, it, but it also depends on the role that you do take. But mm-hmm. well, for example, the it's just the first thing that first role that that comes to mind um, was the Hunchback of Notre
1: Dame. Everything musical. about that just sounds like a Xanax. Like <laughs> you just need pills after that. <laughs> like you
3: you embodying a hunchback. Like you yeah. you embodying like and like a a a. a Disfigured, disfigured, disabled, yeah. disabled character, mm-hmm. and and trying to figure out like what is your purpose? Yeah, you know, and you, well my, I, I'm not giving like the plot, but just like you become friends with stone gargoyles that are mm-hmm. in the top of an attic that is, um, that is sort of just away from the real world that mm-hmm. is below you. Yeah, and you're you know, playing isolation. Yeah, and and and, and, and so. The, the, there's a certain song in there called mm-hmm. um like um I think it's we're made of stone, and that itself just I've watched it. It takes a lot. The, it the, takes a the lot. Disney
1: adaptation or like some OG
3: the musical yeah, the yes. musical
2: opera. Yeah, oh,
3: okay. I'll I'll show you afterwards. It is a lot, but I have not been in a in a role. I have not taken a role that is taking a lot out of me. But if it does, then you know. So bad. I'm not going I'm not going like off myself, but you know. But <laughs> but I'll definitely do a lot That's of on research record. in order to do it. That yeah. is on record. Yeah. So.
0: Um. I. I guess. Yeah. I'm. not pretty much said it all. It does depend on the role, and um. Uh, I'm not. You know. Every every actor has like. You know, we're all on a spectrum as far as like how method we are or which method we we prefer in terms of get, inhabiting our characters. I've always been someone who, like I said, uh, you know, I like to. Um, Intellectualize characters and understand them from a mental perspective and and I like to you know I prefer the the kind of Stella Adler school of thought which is if you can imagine it then you can inhabit it rather than yeah. like trying to put myself through something that I don't need to but there are times when like you know you you do feel like you want to in, be in a certain headspace so that you can perform correctly I mean it, it's 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 like it's it is like athletics sometimes, you yeah. know. It's like you can't you can't just always go from uh uh going out for drinks with the guys, yeah. you know, to like six AM practice the next morning. Like you do need to take time to separate. John mm-hmm. Bernthal talked a bit at one point about um what it was like for him playing the Punisher uh-huh. and how, you know, he sometimes separate chose to separate himself from his wife and kids.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I saw the right. interviews about and, that.
0: And and not just because oh, Frank Castle lost his wife and kids so that's obviously like part of the character Mm -hmm. but also like this is a this is a heavy space and I don't like I can't be distracted number one because this is a job but also number two like I don't want that leaking onto y'all like you know whatever I need to do for for this character so yeah it is definitely
1: role specific but you know um real quick, Justin, how was your summer too? You were uh, working with a civil rights program I was in, yes. over uh, the summer. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm just trying to shout out the homies because we all <laughs> had a good summer, were away. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we were so away cool. and you know, like our listeners should know what's up with us. Yeah, we
0: were gone for like uh three, three, three and a half months. But I um uh yes, so I got an internship with the National Urban League and um I was just working in their partnerships and advancement department, which is basically the department that's responsible for any sort of interorganizational connections that the urban league makes mm-hmm. so if they're doing any event that's sponsored by any other type of business or um or other organization then it has to go through partnerships okay. um and it was it was cool i learned a lot about how nonprofits work um you know the the kind of daily hustle it was a small team me one other intern and then uh the head of the department and her executive assistant um, and uh, I, I definitely feel like I wasn't just there to, like, get coffee. even It was remote anyway, but, like, yeah. I felt that there were decisions and input that I had that mattered and that I could, you know, if, if if something came up where I felt like I needed their assistance, that I could go back. Like, I felt that when I left that uh, we, had, we had definitely formed a professional bond. Yeah, it's always like, best to leave on good terms. Exactly. My mom is always, like, you know, try not to... <clears throat> Uh, burn bridges, nah, you know. We, you that. know, even when you're, even when I was leaving TJ Maxx, <laughs> like she was oh like, you never know when you if if you might have to uh, fall back on that. You yeah,
1: know? my mom was big on that too. Like when I left my first job, Ricardo's, uh, my mom was like, Jude, don't burn a bridge. Just check check yourself, Jude. You're gonna need them one day again. Right. They're gonna look out for you, and they have. So thank you, Eddie. Oh yeah, Eddie got out of jail. And he got out of jail this summer, my oh. my first boss. Oh. You know what's fucking crazy? You know who he was in jail with? Who? Michael Cohen.
0: Who's Michael Cohen? Google.
3: You know what? Michael Cohen. Do you Google real quick.
0: Do your Google real quick. Do you Google real quick.
3: really familiar. American. Yeah,
1: it should feel familiar. American
0: disbarred lawyer who served as attorney for U.S. President Donald Trump yep.
1: from 2006 to oh. 2018. Yep. Vice he taught that nigga how to dance salsa. <laughs> you know who? Oh, you know who else was in jail with? White boy from uh, Firefest. Oh, uh, the what? the guy behind it. Yes, they,
0: they locked him up.
1: They locked him up, I and uh, Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore, and then also Wait, this. So he
0: was in like a fancy person
1: jail. Yes, that, that that's what happens sometimes when you get get, get, get the federales. <laughs> but um, nah, my mom always was just really uh, serious about uh. Making sure I check myself and not burn any bridges or ruin any relationships in a professional setting or any kind of setting, mm-hmm. you know, because you never know when you need somebody or when they might need you. Yeah. And, you know, if they can't go to you for help, they might be asked out. So you don't. So you never want to burn that bridge with somebody.
0: Exactly. And yeah. did you have a, a fun summer?
1: I had a fantastic summer. I uh, I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> bet you, did. <laughs> you know, I uh, <laughs> took my you know training very seriously. I took uh, my job seriously, I got promoted as a head guard, so I'm in this new role of, l- this new leadership role, which is very, uh, it's kind of difficult, mm-hmm. because I'm used to just like being a lifeguard, being told what to do, and chilling, now I'm, I hold a lot of responsibility, and the lifeguards that are under me are gonna be the next in line for head guards. so I gotta think about that too. And it's, a, you know, it it's hard, but it's good for things to be difficult because it, it'll just make me grow. Yeah. Uh other than that, uh I was just chilling. I was really just enjoying myself this summer, you know, hanging out with my homies. Shout out to my homegirl Stephanie.
0: What's up, Stephanie? Stephanie.
1: Yo, my guy. Uh and, you know, lovely young ladies hunting at Cheerios and Cocoa Puffs. Um and uh yes. Just also learning how to like <laughs> respectfully enjoy myself with mm-hmm. um, my dating life. Right, right. Respectfully. You know right, right. right. <laughs> respectfully. Respecting yeah. yourself. Respecting myself, you yes. know, because yo, 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 2020 also... was a hard, hard, hard year for the kid.
0: So now that we're all caught up with what the hosts have been doing, we're going to get into the show. Uh, it's going to be mostly familiar to how y'all remember it. Yes, uh, sir. It might be a little looser in format, and we're going to start with our favorite segment, Stop this nigga.
3: Stop this nigga. Uh, yeah.
0: Today we are featuring Lil Dirk, who posted uh, on Instagram <sighs> mm. unprompted. No one asked him to do this. Uh, uh, he posted a list of the top fifty greatest rappers of all time.
1: Just That's, real quick, he really sat down and just like, who was here? Who was with him when he wrote this?
0: <laughs> Nobody. He was on the toilet. Was 100%. he? Was he on the
1: toilet smoking a blunt and t- and taking a Percocet? And wrote this? <laughs>
0: that's what it that's what it seems <laughs> like. It, it, you know, here's the thing. I, I was reading this and I realized I have to fully accept that I'm just I'm just an old head
1: when it comes You're to that. You're not an old head. These no, niggas bro, are just because, trash.
0: Because there are a lot of artists on here that people really like. There's some of these artists that are Is aren't this even,
1: in particular order? Is this in like chronological no order? Well or something? so let's I'm not names? I'm not gonna oh, read all
0: fifty names because that's ridiculous, but uh, it starts with Meek Mill. Um, and it
1: ends with Nav. Mm. First of all, why is Nav here? <laughs> Automatically disqualified yourself. Get his ass having... back to the bodega. <laughs> <laughs> make yeah. me my chop cheese
2: <laughs> <laughs> on a croissant, nigga.
0: Having Nav on this list, you've disqualified yourself. Um, but I mean, there are some people on here who make sense, I guess. Nikki. Okay, Cole. Drake. Uh,
3: yeah. Nip. R. P. Nipsey's on here I don't know why Chance the Rapper's on this shit But I mean (laughs) I love my wife I I love my wife I'm not I'm not gonna judge off Of a shitty album But You know I'm just gonna
1: You're only as good as your last album Exactly That's how Yeah
0: that's how it goes You got Tory Lanez on here T Grizzly, did, did who okay. is T Grizzly?
1: I don't even. Oh, know T Grizzly was a, a dude from Memphis. He was hot for like a second. Like LeBron had a video of him, not of T Grizzly, but of LeBron oh. working out to T Grizzly music, and that's what kind of blew is it, him up. Is
0: it the one where he's like, boom,
1: boom, boom, boom? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Migos, how's Migos with the, Migos? With the now, on. <laughs> Yeah, that exactly that exactly that <laughs> video. <laughs> but um, why is Migos here as one person and? <laughs> <laughs> Migos. That's the other problem. The nigga can't count. Because no. that's, that's 53. No, this, <laughs> 53. this man
3: literally said the baby four
1: times. What? No, he didn't.
3: It just says the baby 4X. Like. Oh. Yeah.
1: I'm blind. Yeah. <laughs> the nigga that killed somebody? Mm,
3: it yep. does say oh. that, right? Under YNW yes. Melly. Baby the baby four m- times. killed and murdered somebody
1: in Walmart. Wow. Out, that's out a of white places. That's, that's this Is this
0: recent that, or was this before he started? That was uh, way before he, was he started rapping. B4. But
1: But like. Why are black people in Walmart shooting each other? I thought that was something white people did. Uh,
0: well, when we get I mean, to John Jones later in this segment, it seems like he probably spent some time in Walmart. You mean don't O.J. They Simpson? Gun-
1: right? Don't they? <laughs> don't they sell guns at WalMarts? <laughs>
3: oh, they do. They do. They I do. wouldn't be surprised. Down south, they no, do. they really
1: do. They really do sell guns at Walmart. Yeah. In, in in the south? In the, hell, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So you know,
3: well, let me take a flight. Yeah. Yo, I went to a Walmart. <laughs> I went to a
1: Walmart in upstate New York. Yo, it is like. The most depressing thing, know Upstate New York is so depressing. It's pretty, bro. Yeah. When you right see, right. I had a waitress who was like a seventy-year-old white woman. I was like, oh no. She got nothing else to do. What's she gonna
3: do? Just sit outside in her rocking chair re- reading a book? Yes.
1: Mm. She can't smoke no
3: blunt no more. She hmm. she got glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this supposed to help? Uh, yeah.
1: She got No she got arthritis She can't roll Honestly She got arthritis She can't roll Right that's the thing
0: But if you're If you're a 70 year old White woman And you haven't smoked Since like the 70s The weed now would kill you
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bro this was when I was 11 Oh well (laughs) And not for nothing Yo bro she really looked like uh, Tweety's grandmother Oh, I felt wow. so bad. I felt so bad. Maybe she's but, still
0: out there. We'll but, bring her on the
1: show. I, 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 I it'd, be a, it'd be a miracle if she's still here, yo. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> she looked but like she was Back, 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 to the stupid ass list. City Girls is in here too? Another fucking group?
0: This dude is just, he, I think he's just listing like, he went on his saved songs on Spotify. He
3: went on Google and just put top rappers. <laughs> Popular today. rappers today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he has Ty Dolla on here. Ty is not a rapper.
1: Nah, no, and like. Okay, so ten. Meek Mill, Lil Baby. I like Lil Baby, not that much. Lil Uzi, <sighs> he's just so fucking weird. <laughs> Young Thug, all right. Future, okay, I guess. Toxic Niggas, Drake himself. himself. Of course, I mean you gotta stroke your own ego. Right, you know, fine. And then Money okay. Yo, I guess. Nicki Minaj too. And his grammar is all fucked up. Why is Nicki under uh? Underst- uh Lowercase <laughs> And Minaj <laughs> <It's> Capitalized, capitalized.
2: <laughs> Yeah I feel
3: like I was done With this list As soon
1: as I saw Blueface <laughs> Blueface baby I'm
0: Surprised you got that far Cause Kendrick Is nowhere here Hov is nowhere here Hov is, is nowhere Eminem Kanye Is, is not Eminem not here. on here Eminem is not on here. Like, I mean, it's fine. Like, you don't ha- not everyone has to name the same greatest
1: rappers, of course. No, but, like, but I right. feel there like are a few that we agree upon. There's a few that we agree upon, but I feel like there's also personal favorites, which I think we should probably get into. What are your top five personal favorites? Personal, fa- like, really personal favorites. Not not sugarcoating shit, not making your older brother feel happy, <laughs> not, making, not making that old dude on the block satisfied. No, your personal favorites.
3: My personal favorite f- five rappers? Okay, so I, number one, A$AP Ferg, yes, I like like it. I he makes sense. It makes sense. It. It makes sense. It's, it's, uh, yeah, come on now. It's very on brand it there with, with the draft. Okay, um, <laughs> but you know, yeah, sh- shout out to to A$AP Ferg. Um, uh, number two would have to be, come back to me. Back <laughs> to me. Uh, back I will give you. the other four. I will give the other four. Cool. <laughs> um, I
0: think for me, um obviously Kendrick is probably my uh, my absolute favorite Rhapsody is up there um in my top five um Kendrick Rhapsody okay, um it,
1: no. This should be a little easier
0: I, <laughs> I said personal true personal I know I know but, it, but then I think like I do like a lot of rappers um J. Cole used to be on the list oh why used to be I'm just kind of like I also listen to some of his stuff but I'm not like eager to hear what j cole has to say uh most of the time anymore um kendrick and rhapsody for sure i don't know i am not jumping with you oh, <laughs> like, oh. like,
3: <laughs> so i said asap ferg yeah Buster rhymes okay okay yeah kendrick there we go um it would have to be no, oh i got E p40 he that's a that's, a that's a that's a very deep cut. I appreciate we, we gotta, that We gotta go to the West Coast. Heavy. We gotta rep 40, the West Coast. Yes. Okay. I like mean that. he's he's shit this nigga's ill illmatic. you know. Tell what me what when gout. Tell me when gout.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle <laughs> me, baby. Sprinkle me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an urologist. <laughs> 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 Tell the old niggas, yeah, I know what E40 oh, about, baby. Goodness. Chase the money,
3: chase the money. E forty is fire.
1: And I would say um, Jesus Christ headdress. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the last one because it was perfect.
3: Okay. 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 Uh, last one would have to be, um, Jay-Z. Okay. All right.
2: small, 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 okay. Small. Okay.
0: Yes. okay. I, I got a, I, I think, I don't know if this is five. So sorry. I said Kendrick Rhapsody, Rick Ross. Really That's enough. very interesting. <laughs> That's funny. Rick, Rick Ross. Um, uh, and then, Oh, it let Oh, Smino. I would put as one of my one of my personal favorites and uh T-Pain. All
1: right. A rapper turn singer, rapper turn singer. Yeah, right, I am mean, cool, 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 cool. with you, I'm with you, I'm with you.
0: He be he be rapping on some of these features he does now. And he's fire. He's fire.
2: Yeah. Like, like T-Pain's fire. The, like the fuck r- Usher. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah.
1: All right. Mine is uh Gangsta Gibbs. Right. Freddie Gibbs. Um uh, mm-hmm. Benny the Butcher, Westside Gun uh Kendrick Actually, I haven't been into Kendrick as much because I feel like the last couple of years, West Side Gun, Benny, and Freddie have just like...
0: They filled the void. Bro, they filled this <laughs>
1: void and was just the catalyst of this change in me. So mm. now that i like transitioned to this other section of my life, Kendrick is, has has kind of been a little, little behind. I'd say Hove as well and... Uh, Yo, ain't gonna lie to you, 50. I've, like, listened to Get Rich or Die Tryin'. That album's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so disrespectful. <laughs> I feel like one of the top diss songs ever is Back Down. And he was coming at Jaw Rule so hard. Yeah. He said, never poke nothing, never pop nothing. nigga, stop frontin'. And then at the end of the song, he had a little skit of this very effeminate gay gentleman Defending jaw ruler. Like I am a twelfth degree pink belt. I will dice your ass up like a little piece of celery. Fifty cents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds. I was like, yo, that fifty. That sounds like
1: Curtis Jackson, all right. Like fifty been fifty been toxic ever since he came out. Like yeah. fifty ain't been shit ever since he came out. But that that you that, gotta admire his consistency. Yo, bro, that 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 shit's crazy. That. Give it to that child's crazy.
0: I might have said Busta because I do really like him. I, I didn't want to, you know, be a, a broken record, but I, I started getting into Busta uh, during the pandemic just going back and listening to the, some of his old stuff. Uh, Everything Remains Raw. It's one of the ridiculously hardest
3: ridiculously good. Yeah, like it's, it's crazy. And I will always, always bump Put your hands where my eyes can see I will do yes, it sir. to the day that I'm on my, my deathbed, okay? My, my, <laughs> yes. my favorite, it's my shit. You tell the
0: nerd, My favorite bus song is
1: um, <laughs> I Know What You Want with Mariah Carey and all them. Yes. Ooh, when dude says, I pull up to the house in a yellow Lamborghini. What? It, does,
3: it, does, it doesn't make sense as to how good this man can be, especially with his voice. I don't mm. know if you've seen his earlier concerts. He, I never seen oh those. Oh my god! Like, of course, his outfits are always memorable. Those are fantastic. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're weird. They're memorable. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: yes. Yo, remember um, in Space Jam, they had uh the Monstars song. Yes. Hit him high, hit him low, and he yes. murdered that.
3: Oh
0: wow! Oh. I forgot about
1: that. Yo, there, there, there's this whole time of the '90s where hip hop soundtracks or just movie soundtracks had uh, all these rappers on it, and they were crazy. Yeah. So there's yeah. a there was a Panther movie with him on it. There's a Space Jam movie. Uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Yeah. That was for uh, Batman Forever.
0: That was mm. an original song for that movie. Yeah. I, I didn't Fire.
1: Know mm. the, the music video has like, clips of it. Yeah. And Seal is just singing with no shirt on. <laughs> with a <the> back signal <laughs> behind him. It's fucking fantastic. It's one of my brother's
3: favorite songs. If, oh, I, wow. if I see Bust, I have to see Busta Rhymes or I have to hear Busta Rhymes on the Black Panther 2 album. Yeah. <laughs> that is it
1: why did they damn
3: because if they if they go that route again where they would include like most rappers on Mm. on on that soundtrack which was great by the way well they gave Kendrick like creative liberty to kind of put together the album he wanted to make so I want to know like who will be the next person to uh, produce that maybe Kendrick again I don't know he might be I don't know. I mean, he's
0: he's making his album right now. He's getting ready to release his mm-hmm. own album. I think now. it's gonna come out. I so think it's gonna, gonna, gonna come out at
1: the end of the year. I think it's gonna come out like December.
0: We can hope. Speaking of Kendrick, is this there... Super Bowl halftime show. Yes, it is. Uh, the lineup for this got announced uh, about a week ago, and the performers include Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop Dogg. This was, of course, immediately followed by a bunch of uh, American flag. Uh, uh, rock Flag and Eagle profile pictures Saying well I will not be watching the halftime show This year They can, Buster. Kiss, they can kiss me goodbye exactly. um, I see a whole bunch of niggers On that TV <laughs> <laughs> They're playing that nigger
1: music oh, and I change
3: w- the channel I see them niggers from over here
1: <laughs> Yo. Turn it off. <laughs> Yo why am I sound like Uncle Ruckus Young <laughs>
2: Hang that nigga now.
0: <laughs> yeah, they upset, bro. The uh uh this is I I'm was re- about to spill up my water. <laughs> I'm reading this off of variety.com. It's fantastic. Uh, Pepsi, the NFL, and Rock Nation have assembled a truly memorable lineup of performers.
1: And Rock Nation, so Jay Z was like, you'll get these niggas. Mm-hmm. And not me. Wow.
0: They can't afford him. <laughs> oh. surprised they can afford Kendrick.
3: I mean, oh, yeah. are, are we? I'm, I'm thinking of like a surprise guest coming in oh. uh, during that halftime. Mm. Like if I'm if I'm seeing that
1: lineup, like Missy Elliott I'm, did with uh, mm. no Katy Perry with Missy Elliott. Yeah,
3: I'm mm. pretty sure we're oh. gonna see a surprise guest come in there. I don't know who is gonna be, but um, I know that I'm pretty sure there's gonna be somebody showing up. Yeah,
0: me. I mean, you have like the entire Chronic the generation, the generation. hologram of yeah. the hologram
1: of Nate Dog. That's what I need <laughs> is a hologram of Nate Dog. <laughs>
3: All my real dogs do chicken women. Oh, and it's it's gonna
1: be there. in Inglewood, so
0: yeah. I, I mean, this makes sense. Like,
1: that's so LA, yeah. yo. That is so LA. West yeah. Coast about to be on fucking fire. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you, can, you won't be able to tell them nothing for the next yes. 365 days. You will yo,
1: you're gonna see niggas crip walking across the country.
3: <laughs> it's if a movement. You see, if you hear corrupt on stage, it's a rap. Oh my. god uh, Everybody's up? gonna be Crip walking On the turf grass Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo imagine Imagine they had like All the Super Bowl dancers In red and blue bandits
3: <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you Bro honestly I wouldn't put it past you
1: How uh, crazy would that be Like a marching band Honestly And like in, No in like the khaki suits No you know what's gonna happen In, in the khaki is, suits of the Nike I'ma Cortez I'm
0: gonna tell you What's gonna happen I'm gonna tell you What's gonna happen Lights are gonna go down Right And you're just gonna hear If Pyrus and Crips all got along You probably got me down By the end of the song And then you see <laughs> And then yes. you see The lights come up On all these dancers With red and purple bandanas On a red around. Oh. And then he's just gonna Man down Where you from oh, Yeah No that's goodness. That's what we need Oh to see man
1: him. Where are you
3: from
0: Niggas And all Eminem
1: <laughs> And all Eminem is gonna sing Is Lose Yourself Probably Or Venom now, what would Eminem perform? What can Eminem perform here? He could perform his verse from "Forever," no. oh, the Drake song. Oh, true.
0: It would, it would probably have to be or his song with Kendrick. I mean, there's so many. Like what, what if song he does, with
1: Kendrick? Uh, love. Uh, that was a long time ago.
3: It was, but
0: it
1: wasn't that hot.
3: Well, I mean, some someone listened to it. If if I'm lo- I'm looking at this list and we are definitely forgetting about Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Mm-hmm. What's Snoop performing? Snoop is definitely going to perform. I I will put money on this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that him and Dre will perform either Gin and Juice or nothing but a G thing.
1: Of course, they have to. Oh, no, but of course, they also got to do Still Dre.
3: They got to. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's, it's, it's going to happen. And Mary J, I'm...
1: <laughs> I got an idea. Her and Method Man do uh, I'll Be There for You. Is Method Man performing? No, but like... Oh, he could be the guest. Be the guest. Maybe.
3: I just want him to, I just want to like go to a man concert is like fully acting him singing now. live. Yes. That man is on is TV for a long yeah. time though. He was on, um, um uh, what was that? What was that movie? What was that movie? Um, Cowboy something. What? Uh, Bebop. No. Oh, no, 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 It was, it was, oh shit. I got to see it. It's, it's a Netflix movie. It. Um, uh,
0: I saw some clip of him going around on Twitter with his shirt off and everyone was losing their minds. Cause he's brawling. <laughs> he's 50.
3: Like he's 50 years old. Yeah. He look good for his age. Let me
2: see
0: here. I remember he popped up in Luke Cage a couple years ago. That was dope. He was in a bodega. And I think he played himself. Of course. Yeah.
3: Let me see. Concrete Cowboy. There we go. Oh, yes. Concrete Cowboy. With Idris. Yes.
0: I'm not someone who usually follows the Super Bowl intensely or really any sports. Uh, however, uh, the halftime show can be really entertaining. One that always sticks out to me is when uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz came out with Katy Perry. Oh, uh, for Kiss Your yes. Girl, that was like, and there was like fire
1: all over the place. <laughs> nah, what was crazy? Prince was crazy. Oh, Prince! Was cool. crazy. Mm. Oh, Prince Obviously, Beyonce. Be Did you ever see Prince's performance on the Super Bowl? I don't know if I watch have. it, bro. It is it. really. He good. is playing his heart out on that guitar, mm. singing his heart out in heels in the and, rain, and pouring rain, mm. and just
2: Rich. what, what year was shit? this?
1: Damn, we were kids. A few years oh, we, ago? we were mad kids, and no, we were little. We were little we were like it was it was one of the last, one of the times the giants played the patriots years ago It's though. still nothing like that 2007 2007
0: It's still nothing like that footage when uh, michael jackson pops up onto the stage and no, I crazy. Always, stands yeah. there for i will minutes. always rewatch that <laughs> i will always rewatch that
3: like it's it's that's that's literally like that's um clockwork for me like it, i will think about it and i'm like well, mm, time to watch it it's been a minute since i've seen this halftime time special <laughs> <laughs> like you you will always like screw, i will be Listen, fans, I will become a whole bitch <laughs> if I was to ever see Michael Jackson in concert. Like, I will see him hop up from below the stage. I'm fainting. I don't care. <laughs> I will faint. I will faint like a real one. Okay. Michael! Exactly. Exactly. Like you will hear all of that. Just
0: <laughs> y- y'all seen that? Y'all seen that video where that uh, he's performing somewhere in Asia? and that fan yes. climbs up onto the crane with him no. while he's doing earth song oh
1: I have never <laughs> seen that he what
0: he it, can't, he's on this like this like elevating like crane like platform yes. oh yeah 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 I, think, yeah I think he's doing earth song and the guy somehow gets on the thing and he's he climbing up there into the thing with Michael and Michael just hugs him and he keeps singing his the part like he him. was one of his kids <laughs>
2: <laughs> well
0: I can't keep track. Sure. Come on. Oh up. my goodness. Come on up uh, <laughs> Yeah, whatever.
2: They don't look alike. Let me hold you. Careful, oh, careful. This man fall.
3: was he had all the chills in his body and I understand. Mm. Like he was his his he he literally had to hold himself as Michael was singing like you're being held by Michael Jackson yeah. on a crane overlooking thousands of people. When I tell you that's literal ecstasy and I don't even know what that feels like, mm-hmm. but I he was on Ten million, not ten thousand, mm. not on ten. He was on ten, 10 million. million. You
0: know, he still talks about that to his family Hell to yeah. this
3: day. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's that's his pickup line to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you this, man.
0: I I, uh, I mean, we may as well like talk about it a bit since we since we're here, we have a little bit of time. Um, you know, we I, I kind of like posted on the page uh, on our socials a little bit. Like, who who do y'all think would go up against? Maxwell in a versus, but who do y'all think could go against Michael Jackson?
1: That is a ridiculous question. Prince. I'm, I mean, I, I think so too. But, Prince. but, but,
3: but uh, it's like, it's Prince if they just like, just go ahead and pick any of your hits. I, I feel like some people it, it would be a little different because Prince is more of like into the pop rock side, mm-hmm. whereas with Michael, it's so pop bring in some of the hip-hop. Right, right. You know? Um, pretty different l- stuff. Little funk in there, too. So, I would say, if you want to go about, if you want to go with genre, then it can't be Michael Jackson versus Prince. So, I would say nobody.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually, pr- I prefer Prince because mm-hmm. I uh, I played piano when I was a little kid and I appreciate more of a musicianship. Mm-hmm. Michael's an amazing performer and is an amazing singer, all that, but, to take the time and to learn all those instruments is just another level for me. Sure.
3: I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I feel like somebody could, fa- I mean, some some, be- some people can be fans of folks that are in the rock genre, which I don't know a whole lot of. And somebody can say that a particular rock, or a, a particular artist um, of Many decades can go against Prince and his music. I was, I, I, I think I'm, David Bowie would be interesting.
0: I'm, I was,
1: Prince. I was thinking someone similar to that. I was thinking about Dude from Queen, Freddie Mercury, yeah, Freddie yeah, yeah, Mercury. Yeah. Um, cause he, cause Maybe. the way he moved the crowd. Well, like, it would be
0: it would be Prince versus Queen then, because I don't know if, if Mercury. Had yes, that solos, actually
1: makes a little bit more sense. Solo you're know, you right. You're right. You but right. I
0: think Prince and Bowie would be really interesting in terms of the actual genre of the music. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like there's not a lot of crossover in those fan bases. Even though there should be, because I mean, you know, rock is is uh black it, music? Yes. It, it is. And people don't always uh <laughs> I like how you made the guitar strum sound. <laughs> <laughs> the hanna Bar- Barbera.
1: <laughs> something I actually kind of been wondering is like what happened to like these white kids making fantastic music? Not that like new rappers are You know that happen to be white are coming out and not doing well. Shouts out to Jack Harlow, but it's not like another Green Day is coming out or another Sublime is coming out. Like what happened to that to those like just those kids who were just 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 playing their instrument, playing their instruments in a garage and had something to say because. Everyone has something to say and has a, a voice for their demographic or anybody. Like, I, I related to Sublime Heavy. I related to Red Hot Chili Peppers Heavy. Mm. What the hell happened to these kids, yo?
3: I mean, you, you do have someone that's on the rise of like of rock, and she's been in the game for a long time because of her family started it with her, Willow Smith. I was talking about like white
1: white kids.
2: Oh, like
1: I think like it's another changed. Green Day.
0: I think it's changed. I think I think uh, even though that sound is coming back, and Willow is a huge part of it. Coming Absolutely, back, the emo, you know, rock punk rock scene, mm-hmm. even garage rock to a little bit. But I think like the the I think the the way that angst translates to music is is it's I don't know. It's different now. Like there, I think it's more um, what's more alluring to a lot of young artists is this more like kind of lo-fi sound or, like, something that's a bit more, like, um, almost a bit more techno-influenced than it is by, like, rock. I was listening to this guy. I have some of his songs
1: saved. Kind of like a Wu-Tang and Daft Punk meet together. Interesting. Interesting. Because, like, RZA Mm -hmm. uses a lot of, like, chill, you know, chilling beats. Alden is his name. Alden?
0: ALDN. This this kid, like, he does, uh, um, I think... I can't I guess you call it like synth pop or something, mm-hmm. but I feel like there probably are bands that are, you know, playing inside their mom's garages that we just don't know about or, you know, or I, I haven't found out about yet. But I think it's just like the way that people process
1: things is different now. It's a different generation. But we also have access to a whole bunch of shit from, yeah, you know, because yes, I'm, I'm 14 years old. I'm listening to Wu-Tang Clan and I'm howling at this grown ass. So I'm like, what you know about Wu-Tang Clan, baby?
0: Exactly. Which is why that's why I said I feel like that's why you're seeing that stuff kind of come back in, in any case. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, y- y'all know we love music on this show, so yes, uh, we could talk about it forever. I wanted to, forever, to give ever, some time forever, ever. now as we, as we come toward the latter part of our show to talk about, uh, a little bit of the fight news that was popping off this summer and also, uh, uh and some revelations about two very important Martial artists.
1: Um, yes, sir.
0: We could first, I guess, just talk about the fact that Jake Paul uh, was fighting a bunch of people.
1: Tyron Woodley, yes. Tyron uh, the Woodley. the Logan Paul Mayweather fight happened. That was just abysmal. I think we did we was get to is? talk about that, that I
0: feel like we or did we talk about, about it about to happen? I can't remember. I fucking forgot, yo. Uh, fuck
2: Jake Paul.
3: <laughs> Jake Paul. Jake Paul is literally, you know, he's. I mean, we. We all know this, and people will not back down from it if Jake Paul calls them out. Like, of course, they're, they're gonna be the first people to say, like, yeah, you know, I'll fuck him up. Right. And, you know, they'll do it for a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. But as we'll be seeing right now, he he and Logan Paul, they're just targeting, you know, the most prolific and skillful fighters, talented fighters, uh, you know, so they went after Mayweather. And of course, like, you know, Logan Paul lost and you know Jake Paul went ahead with Tyron Woodley and yeah. a lot of people believe that Tyron Woodley was uh was w- it was it was rigged or you mm-hmm. know that he he did beat Jake Paul mm-hmm. so i'm kind of thinking about who will be the next person to fight Jake Paul in in the ring
1: there's been recent rumblings about Mike Tyson fighting one of them <laughs> <sighs> Um, I just, don't even know. Just, just kill me. Why don't you just take the gun? <laughs> I feel like he'll hit Jake Paul or <laughs> Logan Paul so hard that we actually might die. But then <laughs> <laughs> we'll feel it. We'll feel but it.
0: But that's the thing, bro. Is like it's just there's no point because you know as soon as someone ex- like Jake and or Logan Paul are not going to accept a fight if they really think they're going to get hurt. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I don't genuinely believe that like that they're. Like, yes, I believe that they're training boxing, but I don't think that they're... Th- these are ultimately exhibition matches yeah. anyway. So I don't think that they're going to actually box Mike Tyson. Whether no. or not they publicly admit, yeah, we're doing this for show is a different story. But it's like, that's why it's just so difficult for me to even to even get, like, upset about it. Because <laughs> it's like, at this point, it's just, like I said, it's all for show.
1: You know what upsets me about it is... The, the idea that these the, that these fights might be rigged and they can very well be are, but you know back in the days you know in boxing the mob was running shit and when they were f- you know fixing fights this was these niggas' livelihoods like mm-hmm. for real for real livelihoods yeah. like the like, dudes was fighting like twice a month yeah rigged like uh, there, there's that whole thing with the phantom punch with a Sonny listen and Ali in the second fight in mm-hmm. Maine there's talks that you know Sonny listen took a dive because mm. he's he was a leg breaker for the mob and he was like ah right, you know what i'm just going to lose mm. you know to uh you know make sure i don't get killed right and you know with these with these guys who put their lives on the line and their pride on the line cuz you don't want to like you know take a dive yeah yeah you know i i think it's insulting i yeah. think it's pretty insulting that um you know these dudes are just like making money for clout just for the fuck of it. Like, hey, we can make money here.
0: Yeah. If you're going to rig, rig correctly. Word. Get the mafia involved.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Where's Tony Soprano?
0: Crack some kneecaps, yeah. Go
1: holler at my boss from Ricardo. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. Sorry. <laughs> Love you.
0: No, nah, man. You're not
1: you're, the mom anymore. You're,
0: you're doing well. You're right. But I think, like, you know, there's, there, I hope that there, I don't know if I hope, I just, I wonder, let's put it like this, I wonder if there'll be a point where, the Paul brothers hit a wall of like the amount of people that will fight them that will like sacrifice their, their, the integrity of their career to fight him. I mean, like we were saying before we recorded, um, someone asked Clarissa Shields if she, you know, how she'd feel about fighting. And she said, don't ever disrespect me like that. Listen, (laughs) and you know what it was, even, even, even more specifically, they, they weren't asking her if she would box him. It was, would she fight on an undercard? To a Jake Paul event. That's actually what the question was. Which is that is, is slurping is worse. All types of dick.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's a lot.
0: That's actually worse Why? because that's suggesting that she's not enough of a draw on. Did her it crack own.
1: a did, 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 did cracker ask this question? And almost yeah, I'm, almost pretty, almost I'm pretty sure. <laughs> was a white man. I'm pretty sure it was a white man. And Where's like, his hairline? <laughs> the, the 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 hairline will justify the question. I'll because if your if I I'll see if I can find footage. Does he look like Frank Barone line. from Everybody Loves Raymond?
3: <laughs> but it's like it's it's so crazy because I don't think any other fighter that has gone up against Jake Paul or Logan Paul has ever like received that amount of disrespect from somebody. Like why would you target someone like Clarissa Shields when you know her record? You know her track record. You know what she do to yeah. people in the ring. She's a Have t- you not seen her debut? Right.
1: She beat the brakes off of everybody. Here's the, yeah. And I felt weird when Layla Ali was trying to come at her. Right. I was like, Layla, 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 listen, 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 baby. You are the greatest's daughter. But, like, you, you, you 40-something. Right. Yeah. They,
3: they, 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 this girl different. She's yeah. 26, 27. 26, right? yeah. 26. And built, like, a tank. And, and you see how far she's, she's come. She's like, got
0: this 2012 photo of her on her Wikipedia, though. Like, she hasn't, <laughs> like, there aren't much more photos of her. Right. She looks like. This is a picture that, like, her mother took right before she finished. Look at my baby. Yeah, right before she <laughs> went to her first day of Look at my grade. baby with her two gold medals, nigga. Period. Yeah, no, that, I mean. We've talked before, though, about how journalists look to kind of like rile up black women athletes to get a yes. response out of them. And I think Clarissa handled that question very well. Oh, she she didn't she didn't buckle. You know what I mean? She didn't like try to sugarcoat it, but she didn't get rowdy. But she was t- point of point of she fact. She kept it real. Don't disrespect me. I'll break his jaw.
3: <laughs> punto, end of story.
1: <laughs>
0: and that's that.
3: And they, they always wanted They always want to find some type of way to disrespect you know, for her being a woman, but also a black woman, like you don't put her on the undercard because of, you know, because of who she is or because you don't think she's worth being in the main event. Mm. Given, like I said before, her track record. Mm -hmm. This is, this is, this is, this is like, I I felt that when she said, don't ever disrespect me. I will beat the brakes off of this little white boy. (laughs) Don't ever do it. You seen what I can do. She, she literally, Trained with men. Yeah. She trained with men in order for her to get stronger because, like, she wants to see what, what they're about. They hit. They hit harder, so she got to take it. Right. So, I'm pretty sure with Jake Paul, it's going to be light work. And she and also ran out of
1: female sparring
3: partners. <laughs>
0: okay, so he's he's junior heavyweight, which is... uh Who's junior heavyweight? Jake Paul. Bitch. The current weight limit is, t- <laughs> is 200 pounds. Uh, and... I'm trying to figure out how much he weighs specifically. She weighs, she, I think she's weighs hundred and fifty five. She's one hundred fifty five. so? Sure. I mean it's I mean, like, you know, I'm not saying that she she could she like, even
1: she got hands like Roberto Duran, yeah. She's so about one
0: ninety eight. But like did also it, given the fact that she can that she can box as well as she could, she could
1: hurt him.
3: Didn't Mayweather like did not reach uh the amount of weight that uh
1: Logan Paul had? Like was isn't Logan Paul. That was over like seventy 25? pounds, yo. I was
0: Yeah, they, they had a pretty big difference between them. Uh like
1: Logan Paul's like my size. Yeah. Yeah. And Mayweather is like Sifu. Yes. Pretty much. So I don't I don't understand as to how this No shit disrespect to Sifu, no disrespect. I'm just trying to like give him the size things. <laughs> just yo, the height. Sifu fucked me up as always. Yeah. He he has like he's like he's like Batman. You know, he always <laughs> has a plan to kill us. Yo, he, he seriously told me like, yo, listen, you know, have a plan, like If y'all ever go rogue, (laughs) I'm going to get it, y'all niggas.
0: (laughs) I know exactly your weaknesses. Yeah, you got it. As as a martial arts teacher, I would 100% always be analyzed, especially my brown and black belts. I'd be like, all right, in case y'all start getting rowdy. (laughs) Yo, see if we're
1: going to go for my knees. Yeah. He's going to fuck up my knees and my ankles. <laughs> he's going to hit me with a heel hook. It's, it's going to be over real fast, I think. It's also, what, it, what would happen- He's not going to hit my face at all. No. But he's just going to fuck up my legs really, really bad. <laughs>
0: he's going to do an imminary roll with a collie stick, crack you on like, the the inside of the thigh. Or Tear probably. my ACL, <laughs> MCL, PCL, my Achilles. VCR, yep. Word, VHS. And, <laughs> and, and, and then, yeah. And then he'll just leave you there bleeding out. Just
1: just fall fall on the floor like a swastika. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: yeah, man. But uh, I guess the the main thing. I mean, we you know usually we take breaks, but we're kind of just we're letting it roll out today. And one the two of the main things we wanted to talk about, um, uh, is kind of a a connection between two very, as I said before, you know, two very important uh, martial artists and drug abuse. Uh, I guess we'll start with John Jones because okay. we're still we're still doing UFC. Stuff. Yeah,
1: O.J. Simpson. Okay,
0: right. So Jude has a whole a whole theorem about John Jones.
1: Okay, speak your mind. That
0: you know, I'm gonna let I'm gonna give right. you I'm gonna give you three minutes. To
1: <laughs> three minutes. Okay. All right. So John Jones is a UFC legend at this he point. Is, yeah. uh, a champion has never technically lost. His only loss is at a disqualification from the the twelve to six downward elbow mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know how many tile defenses he has but he's beat everybody from different generations of the UFC for the last decade and some change I yeah. think ele- literally 11 years he became light heavyweight champion at 21 22 years old the youngest mm-hmm. UFC champion of all time and has only gotten better ever since then mm-hmm. and there has been recent brushes with the law, starting I think with Five, six years ago, he started getting a couple brushes with the law. Mm -hmm. And my theory about John Jones started with this nigga don't like black people. It's the fact that every beef, like beef he's had with another fighter has been with a black fighter. So, I mean, he'll beat the shit out of everybody all equally, but he'll add like extra sauce Mm -hmm. on these dudes. Mm -hmm. So first one was Rampage. They were mouthing off each other all the damn time. And beef, boom. Then there was this whole ordeal with Rashad Evans. John Jones came into the Greg Jackson Winkle John camp.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Rashad was the champion. Things got messed up. Rashad was injured and got the title shot that got John Jones the actual title because Rashad was injured. Right. And there was beef. Right. And John Jones fucked his ass up and kept it that, but there was beef. Then Daniel Cormier happens. Yes. So if you're a fight fan and know about, you know, John Jones and Daniel Cormier, they have been nipping at each other forever, yeah. yo. Yeah. There was the brawl at the press conference that I think it doesn't matter who started it. You shouldn't be getting to a fight at the fucking um uh, at the press conference anyways. And John Jones, you know, like took down Daniel Cormier and did all that. And then there was a interview where they they had like a side by side thing on ESPN the cameras are still rolling right after they were like done with you know the interview with the broadcaster dude and they were just talking shit just real nasty stuff to each other and Daniel Corman said something y'all spit in your face Mm. and Jones was like yo I will absolutely kill you if you ever do something like that (laughs) (laughs) and yo he straight up say I will dead kill you And then the first time they fought, uh, it came to a decision, and John Jones hit him with a DX, suck it. You know, remember when you were a little kid, and you put an X on mm-hmm. your hand and said, yep. suck it, you did that shit. And then he fought him again, whooped his ass. Mm. But that's also through throughout some of those other arrests. And then recently, he got into this whole argument with Israel Adesanya, yeah. the coolest UFC fighter ever. Right. And I'm like, why are you mad? Why, 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 why are you mad that another nigga has some some Spotlight. stock? Yeah. Every like and I'm you I can't you can't you cannot see the pattern yeah. that I'm seeing. Why can't black fighters in UFC coexist? Right. Like they're not in each other's weight class or anything. Yeah. Like just leave it be. They're a weight class away from each other, but like, come on, like we're not gaining twenty pounds all the damn time. Come on, son. Yeah. And, and I
0: think that also started when like, you know, people's people began to compare Adesanya to Jones.
1: Because just because of, they're good strikers. Right. Yeah. And they did that with Anderson Silva and John Jones, but there was no beef there. Mm. I mean, yes, also Anderson Silva is black too, but black and Brazilian. But Anderson Silva has also this very martial arts way about him of mm-hmm. like, no, peace, respect. And yeah. He's a very soft spoken man. Right. And whooped Tito Ortiz's ass like a <laughs> month ago. Knocked that nigga the fuck
2: out. <laughs> Anderson
1: Silva still got it. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. John Jones has this beef yes. with Adesanya. And it, it just feels unnecessary. Like, Why are you reaching? And why are you like reaching down to another weight class? But it looks good on Izzy to like come up and fight Jon Jones. Like you you don't lose in that situation right. with Izzy. He right, Izzy right, doesn't right, lose right, right, there. Right, right. Right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I mean, it, it's like being the senior and 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 having like some negative obsession with a sophomore. Like yeah, it's like dude, relax. Like you know, it's fine. You peaked. Yeah, and, and not
1: for nothing Israel al is just nice He's yeah, nice Cool dude And nice. he's, I mean, he's He's a troll but He's, he's a, a troll But it's dope though It's yeah. it's not in like A dickhead way And he's He's John, he's everything that John Jones Wanted to be John Jones wanted to be cool When John Jones Is acting like a coon mm. I sound like Dr. Umar Johnson Oh my god <laughs> But John Jones Really Just acted like an idiot And he wants to be The cool guy Or whatever yeah. But he Starts with this Whole front of his religious thing and not to just attack people's spirituality or whatever. He grew up like that. But I'm like, dog. when you put up the front that I'm a man of God, mm-hmm. when you put that out there as your thing, I think you're fucking fake.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: My
2: and, bad, I think, yeah.
3: and, and I think you use a, you use the religion card as a way of, you, you know, um, as, as a way of showing it as an excuse for your actions. Mm-hmm. And superiority. And superior superiority, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, i i don't like it i don't like when people do that like that's like i'm a man of god so this is like how i this is this is this is basically basically him saying this is who i am
0: or 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 because i have because i'm marked by god i have purpose i'm i'm under attack by satan at all times, and that's Nigga, what your leads to, <laughs> right? <laughs> Honestly, bro, because with this domestic violence situation, that's the most recent thing that we just want to kind of talk about this a little bit.
3: <laughs> so, I gotta beat the devil out, out of my wife,
0: right?
1: Like, he he was uh, he real quick now he said, Beat the devil out of my wife. There was um, a
2: fiance. Uh, fiance.
1: fiance, fiance, oh. no, not after they said 17 that, years, but sorry, continue. there was uh, a Bruce Lee hits? documentary. Yeah. It's funny how these things uh-huh. come together. There's a Bruce Lee documentary, and John Jones said. In the documentary, I'll never forget this. He said, "I, you know, love fighting. I feel like I'm helping my opponents. I'm beating weakness out of them." Wow, you fucking psychopath! (laughs) Are you out of your mind? (laughs) Yes, you're beating weakness out of them. You're beating brain damage into them.
0: Yeah, yeah. By the way, let the record reflect: Jude has never sounded more Italian than when he said, "Are you out of your mind?" (laughs) Just now. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's definitely the the man is disturbed, um, and I think that it's like, I mean, obviously we could sit here, we can make fun of him, he and I have no problem therapy. doing it. But he, yeah, he needs therapy. He, you know needs, what's funny? He, he needs Jesus. You know what's funny? <laughs> no, the He's, right kind. <laughs> you know what's yes. funny though? His daddy a pastor. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, it's, Was, it's is there something weird with preachers' kids? Oh uh, yeah, a lot of yes. times,
0: a lot of times preachers' kids can be, um, we can be socially underdeveloped we can be mentally emotionally underdeveloped because a lot of the things that we need from our parents from from the nurturers they kind of tend to they can if they're not good parents offload onto god or christ and as a young child you don't really understand how to form that relationship so Mm -hmm. if you really need someone you need to talk to your parent about something and they're just not just you know i don't want to hear about it just pray about it that leads to a lot of repression and then you know, yeah, you, it could very easily turn into something. Right,
1: like sorry, this. Don Jones. No, I mean, <laughs> just stop doing cocaine, dickhead. Yeah, that's the and main
0: drinking. Step number one is stop doing drugs. Um, for you specifically, because you've proven that you
1: can't handle it. Um, read this rap sheet, please. Oh, and real quick, I, I love your voices so much, Justin. I love your voices. My voices, <laughs> yo can you do like a 1920s like see <laughs>
2: <You> <laughs>
1: I don't talk about first like on like, <laughs> like, oh, the radio they're like
0: I know I knew what you were talking about before you did see but I uh, damn, you can't do it no I mean I could do it but it's just like this rap sheet is so I don't know there's no like dates on it or anything it's just it's just heavy it's just lines it's, it's just, just like and there's also a bunch of Mac Weldon advertisements in between everything so I'm looking at boxer briefs Thirty-two dollars from if Mac Weldon wants to sponsor us, y'all can go ahead.
1: Real quick, Fresh Clean Tea sponsor us. I'm wearing a shirt right now, and it's like the best shirt I've go. ever had. So. Like they cut that is nice cut on my titties and my arms, <laughs> wow. and and it leaves and it and leaves, it leaves some a nice little room. area. I think I've heard about on them my, actually. on my on my stomach, yo. I mm. feel
0: like I mm. uh, one of the YouTubers I watched. Maybe it was Leon Lush. I feel like he because he has a similar kind of like dead uh, dead. Deadlifting build. <laughs> he has a big. He has a, he has a belly, but he's got like big arms and chest. So he's, I like these shirts because they hug up here and then they're loose down there, so you can't tell what's going on. Yes. Um, no, but
1: I mean, like, ever wear wear a t shirt and you feel like a Power Ranger? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. It's a little too tight. I
0: yeah. would encourage our listeners to look up some of John Jones' misdemeanors for themselves. Um, just for time's sake, I won't read all of this stuff. Because read 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 the ones I've seen the most. Like, are you dead ass? Yeah. I mean. This I mean, this article is like not is have, cooperating. No, I, it's I, I yeah. have
3: an article that's right up here, that's right, just like right in front of my face. This was it was issued on September twenty eighth, um, two thousand twenty one. Um, basically, it tells that uh, his fiance, who was they were stating a white female adult, later identifies as Jones' fiance Jesse Moses, was bleeding from her nose mouth. Mm-hmm. So um, this happened hours after he was inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and um, he was and, and so he, he got back to uh, his pretty sure his, his hotel and it said, um, they've been together for 17 years with three children. this, this is crazy. How are you somebody's fiance? After being with that person for 17
1: years. Sometimes niggas don't need no paperwork, as they say. That motherfucker was was
3: cheating. Um,
1: He went to a strip club prior to this with
3: 10K. (laughs) $10,000. In cash? In cash. Cash. And also, like you say, he came back. Took a brick of money and went. Yeah. And they say he came back into the hotel and stated she was sleeping. And Jones came back and was not very happy. And when he asked if he got physical with her. She said, a little bit, yeah. So mm-hmm. that means that motherfucker tried to beat the brakes off her ass, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is routine in that house. Um, now, this is the
0: woman that he has those kids with. Right? Yes. yes.
3: Um, it said that uh, he touched the back of her head and pulled her hair a little bit, but he did not hit him. But but, but he did not hit her. But he said that he allegedly, The Moses explained that Jones allegedly grabbed her by the hair because she was trying to leave the room. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it gets
2: it's, it's, nastier and it's, then it's, yeah, it gets further
1: he is detained by police because he leaves again and she goes downstairs to get another room key and she's worried about him coming back upstairs she wants to make sure he don't, can't get back in the crib and he gets arrested somewhere else in Vegas he challenges five cops like I want to see if I can beat the shit out of all of y'all really? and headbutts a car which is a felony. This, which is also insulting, though, to the incident with this woman, with, with not this woman, his fiance Miss Moses, um, that there's a, this is a misdemeanor charge, mm. but him injuring a cop car, which is I think is a felony. Yes, it is. That's a felony, mm. and this is not.
0: Mm, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the abuse of the woman is not considered a felony, but the property damage is. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I mean.
2: It, it, Hold on.
3: Oh. Uh he was taken into custody for domestic violence. He was taken and custody. for the damage done to the
0: yeah. police
1: vehicle. He just
0: added a cherry on top. He was like the domestic and violence he does isn't this. Enough for me. Yeah.
1: He does this. There was also an incident that I think took him out of the UFC another time. He got into uh, an accident, a hit and run accident with a pregnant woman. Yes. And there was like we in his car and he was worried and when he talks about it, he's worried about himself. He's um there was an interview where you know he's talking about the situation like the woman's life has changed mm. for 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 the better nigga like what are you talking yeah. about like <laughs> you know she got millions of dollars in this lawsuit and other like what are you talking about yeah
0: he might be uh, a touch narcissistic as that, well
1: that's literally the um youtube video i was watching about it and it's literally every instant that he gets into he's a narcissist only thinking about himself yeah
0: Yeah. So the, I mean, yeah, the, the man is troubled. Um, and, and it, it usually, like I said this about Colby Covington, like if there's, if there is a profession where I don't mind you being a jerk, it's one where you can get beat up for it, but it's difficult when you are, you're John Jones, and no one can really <laughs> beat you behind no. about
1: anything. Yeah, like Cormier in the ring. Cormier said he felt responsible because he didn't beat him. He didn't give John mm. Jones that lesson that John Jones needed. Mm. And I admire but, John Jones. Like I also watch his shit because you know, not for nothing, good material for me to you know same use,
0: height, <laughs> pretty much same weight. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I don't think there are few people more cowardly than people who know they can win any fight. Um, and don't have the self-control to know when not to get physical. I feel and, and, I, and I think, like, especially when you're, you know, in a, in a relationship, in a romantic relationship with someone who trusts you, someone you've had children with, like, I mean, was I, 17 I, years,
1: and she rolled out for you, bro. Yeah, like, In a, Ithaca, New York, nigga. Like, she moved to, <laughs> she moved to Albuquerque, With all the New money Mexico. that you
0: have, you stayed in, In, in <laughs> the, Albuquerque, New the, Mexico.
1: New York. And real quick, another reason why he don't like black people, he owned a German Shepherd and shoots a lot of guns. What black person like why 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 are you getting a German Shepherd that bit mad black people <laughs> and Jewish people? What yeah. are you doing? That's true. That's true. Mm. That yeah, I feel like
3: dog. I feel like he's just he's he's like an all around mess as yeah. a whole because number one, he like you say, he uh he has some static with black people. Um he's a good fighter and excellent fighter. He's mm. an excellent fighter a champion. And he lives like crazy and um he is uh you know definitely cuckoo for the Coon cookies. <laughs> like and so you know it's it's just and and he 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 lives a reckless lifestyle. Yeah. You know? He's someone that you just you know he cannot be stopped until you 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 might it's have take to take an epiphany. You might have to like have Dwayne Johnson punch him in the chest oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't
1: think Dwayne Johnson can take him even, like a lot of, and he's even, even wagging his fingers at the cops there's another footage of him in a in a, a stop another DUI stop mm-hmm. D-W-Y stop there's two of those videos he's cursing at a cop and then he's uh, saying in another video where um, I have brain damage so like I don't know how to do X-Y-Z sure and I'm like what are you talking about so you have that much brain damage you cannot say the alphabet you, and you should be driving? <laughs> and you should be still fighting? Should he retire a long time ago? Right. If and you got that much brain damage? But you can you can
0: tell I think I think the the point that I'm synthesizing from all this is that you can tell he is just an empty person because none of this none of these accolades, none of this success mean anything to him because it's still so easy for him to be triggered into these outbursts on social media or in real life against his family. And it's like, you know, I don't doubt that he is a i don't even doubt that he's aware of the fact that he has a problem but i think there were yep. a lot of people who there's a gap there's still a sizable gap between knowing you have a problem and making the decision to do something about it and yeah. i think he's still very much swirling around like well i have the issue but like i'm going to deal with it in the way that i've been comfortable dealing with it which is drugs alcohol and,
1: and being yeah, like, people it's yeah. like that tony soprano thing you know like mm-hmm. tony soprano can go to therapy but he, tony never went to that extent to actually like change and get better and engage with it. My bad if I spoiled the show for you. No, no, no. But, um, yeah, yeah. like as a dude who wants to become a therapist, I should be a little more kinder and understanding even in, even with disgusting people like this there, you know, you have to see the good in people and trying to see the light. But I I can't see it when you're beating the crap out of your wife, you're disrespectful to your family, to your kids Mm -hmm. when you're, Disrespecting other fighters, so your coworkers, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like talking trash is one thing, and trying to hype up a fight or whatever, but saying I'm gonna kill you, is, yeah, that's dude, that's going, that's that, that's is, far. You I mean say I'm gonna knock your ass out or yeah. I'm gonna choke you out?
3: But. I mean, you already traumatized your your kids. Like they know who you are now, mm-hmm. and they they're gonna hear the stories when they get older. And this happens. This this happens a lot to younger kids of uh, of a certain celebrity who just. Do God knows what? Like, if we're just talking about John Jones right now, you know him doing x amount of drugs, and you know him uh causing uh such a such such a such a riot in these in these parties, mm-hmm. and him despising his own
1: race. And well, yeah, there's, him no, there's no actual like, like despise, like I hate, but they ain't doing any of that. But just the evidence that I see, I'm like, why you own a German Shepherd? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why are you shooting guns in the desert and you're not doing it for a role. You're not doing some Denzel Washington John Wick shit, nigga.
3: I feel like his kids going to go through an identity crisis too. And folks are going to talk shit about their father in front of their, in in their face. Like they're going to say wasn't your dad just in jail? Yeah. Like didn't, didn't your father really beat the shit out of every UFC fighter that came his way, but to also he did drugs before he fought them and shit. And also he's trying <laughs> <And> to also, <laughs> he tried to joke with the police saying like he could take on all five of them. And also, you know, like he said, he could escape the handcuffs and I'm pretty sure he was smiling while he was saying that shit too. And also, <laughs> the, Ronnie the, King is rolling in this. Does your mom still has that cut on her lip.
2: Yeah, no. I don't know,
3: maybe, but you know, it's good
0: seeing you again. It's friends. it's gonna be tough for them, man. Um I feel all for They're all
3: girls, yeah. yo. Like,
0: girl dads are supposed to be sweet and caring and gentle. They, they, they're not upholding the stereotype. Look at Kobe Bryant. They are right.
3: gonna go through some shit, okay? They
0: gonna one go of them, through. Maybe some one shit. of them will get into the UFC, and then the cycle of of uh, of therapeutic violence will continue. One
3: of them gonna fight their daddy.
2: <laughs> Yo
0: <laughs> Like kill Bill like what the Prophesizing shit dead. Prophesizing I can see that shit, shit. Kill heaven. John
1: um, It's like No dead ass It's like some Greek mythology shit Like it, he has no He has no sons So <laughs> one of the daughters Gotta step up And dismantle the father Some um, It's some um, uh, Oedipus shit Mm. yeah i mean like i hope they don't you know have like sexual feelings towards someone like their mother right yeah but you know we want
0: to avoid that part maybe but maybe else. maybe
1: dismantle the father <laughs> is what one of them little girls got to do yeah
0: maybe well speaking of legacy real quick and this will be our last point for today our last story um it came out a few months ago and, and i remember because i was in the dojo sifu uh, sat us down as the as the class and, and let us know that this was gonna Pop off, but Bruce Lee is uh, reported. There are some letters that leaked and uh, have been and have been approved by his estate, or rather, uh, not approved. Per
1: se, Shannon, they've been
0: confirmed as being his. Yes, that uh, that detail um, uh, his drug addiction, specifically to um, cocaine, LSD, and cannabis. Everybody knew about the weed, but the coke and the LSD are are the big bombshells. Uh, he was basically working with um, an actor named Robert Baker.
1: The, do you ever see, um, what's it called, uh, do, 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 do Chinese Connection? I probably, yeah. Oh, he's the dude who... The he dude f- with the bow tie, the French guy, in the, the little... And the uh, scar, right? And the Jufro mm. kind? No, 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 no not, not the oh, scar guy. Of, You're thinking of yeah. Um, it's dude, he, he looks like uh, Bob Ross. He looks like Bob uh, Ross. Yeah. More like a douchebag version. Yeah, but he, he has badge. like the, the... suspenders. suspenders, yes.
0: So Robert Baker was a student of Bruce Lee and a, and a fellow actor. He starred in the Chinese Connection. And he was supplying Lee with drugs, including cocaine, LSD, and cannabis, from 1969 until the star's death in uh, 1973. They were discovered, these letters to Robert Baker were discovered at a flea market and will be auctioned in the U.S., for 160,000 euros. Them? At least this is this is this is from the US sun. This is
3: July 8th, 2021.
1: Yeah. Who had them? In a the flea market. Who had
3: them? That's I mean, you could find a whole lot of shit. Like if you could find the black market, anything that has market. <laughs> <laughs> there's
0: nothing good can come of it. You just go to the
3: back of the meatpacking uh, industry, you know, you just you see some something there, but right. you eight, know y'all eight. just just to let you know, you know, LSD <laughs> Is acid okay? Right. LSD is acid, right? Which makes it much worse if you know it now. If you know what acid does to you, and you can see, you, 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 you I don't, I don't even want to see. I, I, yeah, wonder, I wonder if Bruce
0: Lee, I Bruce Lee, like, I wonder how much of Bruce Lee's like writings and stuff he was doing while he was high on LSD.
3: I mean, I read, I read that letter, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> One of them letters
0: because, like, yeah, he was see I'm, it's hard to read the handwriting, but let me see if they like transcribe
3: I it. I mean it says um, uh uh I mean to to my knowledge, it says airmail me uh airmail me some, some Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Do it the way you and I precisely feel. Um in other words, whatever. Uh because um count the package. Well, uh be something count the package. Mm-hmm. Name procedure when when, um, something quality, quality, man. quality man. What, what more can, can I, I say? What more can I say that I care for you? Be carefully and take good care. <laughs> Love and peace.
0: <laughs> this nigga uh, Bruce was on. Just used the last tab of acid he had, and then immediately <laughs> put in the order for the next one. He was like, "Oh, I need more." Um, yeah. he's, tr- he's trying to write in code, but he's high. Can you imagine the anxiety? Like you're trying to be low key, but you're like, "Oh, God, I can't." Uh, just send the Coca Cola, the rabbits. Said, um, oh
1: my God! <laughs> when he died. So Baker died in in uh, 1993, and you know the article here from uh, the Sun, the same joint we got a large amount of cocaine quoted from Bruce Lee, and he said uh, he explained that Bruce was stoned as hell, but some coke could help him get into character for an upcoming role. <sighs> Yo, and, so this motherfucker right here with the Whoa, yeah. is yeah. yayoed out. One hundred percent. And I think Bruce Lee died of an overdose. Not that this weird, mysterious death he had or anything else happened. No, this was definitely an overdose.
0: Well, that yeah, that had, uh, this definitely points in that direction, right? I mean, for a long time we knew that he basically had a hemorrhage and that there was swelling in the brain. And coke can mm-hmm. cause that. I'm yeah. sure
1: acid could probably cause that too. Yeah, especially at, the low body fat percentage.
0: Although, also one of the things that's mixed in with this is that during the time he wrote the Dow, he was recovering from that back injury. Yes, he was taking yes. Taking a lot of painkillers. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and smoking a lot of weed yeah eating so a lot of weed
0: it 100 percent could have been a bad combination of drugs that that you know because that's the only i mean as fit as he was that's the only thing that's really gonna take you out take him out yeah
3: and yeah. it literally like in in this like uh, two points in in the next letter mm-hmm. you know he says uh coolie send me some coke How's everything <laughs> stoned as hell, but I'm working on the upcoming character. <laughs> <laughs> Some coke would help in, 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 the, the, in the formation, formation of, uh, I'm pretty sure, of what I want to create. And <laughs> it's, yo, y'all have
2: to
0: look
3: at these letters. Bro, his, he is writing. It's like he just put like, like,
0: you know, when you pull out a hair. Yep. And it's like not that curly; it's a little wavy. Yep. It's like he just put that on the paper. <laughs> it's just a bunch of his hair. loose hairs on the paper. <laughs> so loose hairs.
3: And literally, like his wife helped him out create these letters. They helped him create. And she wrote create a few these them letters, too. yeah. And it said in April fourteenth, um, she added in a letter, "Don't worry about Bruce using the C, which is cocaine. He is not going overboard."
1: <laughs> and that's that's code for he's going overboard,
3: right? And so those are just two of the letters, but. The collection is more than fifty letters wow. from Lee and his wife to solely Robert Baker. This is a whole. It's not like wow because like they didn't have a approach. phone then. They didn't well, have like they yeah, didn't
1: have like true, true. you know the cell phone that's and, true, that's true. and uh, that's true. I don't think you can call because he's living in Hong Kong at the time. I'm sure th- I'm sure those long di- those long distance calls was a pretty pretty penny Probably
0: expensive even when you're Bruce Lee superstar. You yeah. Know, yeah. all of them want to spend for unnecessary option. money. Yeah. Yes, for should we should we try to buy some? <laughs> The, what? <laughs> Imagine if we, <laughs> when we get our set fully set up, we just have one of Bruce Lee's cocaine letters <laughs> like
3: underneath the album. The, the
1: that's some arc. Joe Rogan shit. It
0: I is. Mean, it. Jamie, I mean, pull that up. I
3: Jamie. Mean, listen, if you got 160,000 pounds, you know, you might as well. Yeah. And to clarify, that is $21,000. Um, Wowzers. So,
1: yeah. That's actually not as much as, I mean, 21,000? I mean, the, the, this, that's Jesus. what they're starting at, you yeah. know? Nigga, that pays my rent for the year. Okay.
0: <laughs> but we could build you a new house a years. out of the out of the letters we can make a paper house for you to live in once we have all the letters
1: you could just how am was supposed to get double toppy in a paper house? Well, that's that's up to wow. you. You have to figure that um, out. It's
0: a it's a novelty. You could ladies, be like,
1: ladies, ladies. You wanna you wanna give me double toppy in a paper house? Answer the question. All right. <laughs> Call into All the right. show
0: and answer the question.
1: <laughs> hey, how you doing, Jude? What are you talking about? A paper house? Okay. Let me suck how did you your hear dick. this? We haven't put the episode on yet. How did you hear this?
0: We're recording right now. Are you calling from the future? Let me suck your dick <laughs>
1: nobody <laughs> sound like that please please I think I, I think I hid
2: <laughs> <laughs> I but this is sad though I, I truly think this shit.
1: is also sad because there's this whole the, the fact that they had to hide this because they mm. hid his death kind of because he died in his mistress's crib with yes. the with his producer there as well so there's this was the whole producer like
0: watching like what was nah, 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 nah.
1: <laughs> but it's like the whole idea of a martial artist having to be this honorable person, this yes, honorable code, yes. and then also the Holly the the Chinese Hollywood thing, or Hong Kong, uh, I did, I forgot the proper term, but you know what I'm trying yeah. to say, uh, to uphold that he is a healthy, moral person because mm-hmm. back then you know everyone did drugs, but everyone hit it, mm-hmm. but didn't hit at the same time. It's a very weird thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like it shouldn't matter though what he contributed. To martial arts, into society was beautiful. It a great yeah, thing. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's a damn shame that we can't also take our heroes for who they are. Take all of them. Right. Take the good and the bad, except that they're not our heroes the way we see them as, the way we'll see like they're Superman yeah. when we're seven, yeah, that yeah. they're actual human beings. And I'm thinking it would also make our lives better and we can be a little less hard on ourselves. Yeah. So for sure, if, if we all knew that Bruce Lee did a drug over, it was like, damn, like possibly that could have saved the life. Like, yo, Bruce Lee died of drugs. I didn't get clean. <laughs> I mean,
3: <laughs> I mean, how, how would you really feel if like you found out? And this this makes me think of, you know, the late Michael K. Williams. I been to the God, to him, um, you know, he died of an of an overdose. Um, and, and, you know, it's very, very unfortunate. And, you know, um, prayers goes out to the family. But I wanted to say, like, you know, if you were to find out that Bruce Lee did all these drugs back then, would you still have the same? Like for him being a martial artist and being a fit martial artist and having that influence by him, would you have the same respect for him? Now,
1: not when I was younger, when I was younger, I was a little bit more of a a scared, straight kid. Uh, But I mean, if now, as I'm older, from what I've known. Yeah, I think I would because, like, my dad died of a heroin overdose. Mm. Yeah. And he he had his shit and he owned it or tried to get better. But, you know, overdose is an overdose and it's sad no matter who it hits. Yeah. But, you know, you still love them and care about them and you kind of got to, like, take the good with the bad and be like, damn. Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: I think I also, a few, like, a while ago, I accepted the fact that Bruce Lee might have also used some steroids now and
1: then. Um, you know, maybe look at that body fat percentage on this you man. That I'm is saying? not natural.
0: <laughs> like, so that's another thing. I mean, it it and doesn't take away from
2: his steroids genius, helps with I
1: recovery think. though. That's so tough. it's you also that bad diabetes. back. Like yeah. my mom with breast cancer, she was on steroids exactly. Yeah, to to combat the chemo treatment. Yeah, so it's necessary when the injury is that bad. And science is not as advanced as it is now. Medical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, science is not as. But one hundred percent
0: if you if you're if you're on a combination of steroids and you know whether prescription or not and then you're using painkillers and then you're snorting coke, like yeah, no, your body's gonna it's gonna say like, oh, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Cut
3: I it out. I, I I'm and this made me think because you know, for him being such a f- fit martial artist and you know for him like probably, probably like having a a diet and also intaking drugs at the same time um it made me think of of a uh, john jones like mm-hmm. how how far will, will this man go to to feel like you know he's god's favorite son or mm-hmm. everything he does is for the love of god so you intaking these drugs is for you too right. um but i feel like that's trauma on on his that's side yeah, um, I but think that now. but with Bruce Lee, it makes you think like what was he going through, or who influenced, who who brought him the, these drugs mm-hmm. or put him onto it? Um, because I'm pretty sure he's hanging out
0: with actors in the 70s, you know? Yeah, like the, McQueen, the,
1: the, the 60s, the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Sharon Stone, RIP to the goddess. Yeah. Um.
0: So you know, and it's also there's Jim a Kelly. Big, there's a big. Um, you know, Jim yeah. Kelly was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, he was Yo. out there. You know, Jim Kelly was snorting.
1: I'm, I'm sure he was <laughs> also with Wilt too. Yeah. <laughs> I know Kareem was his homeboy, Yeah, but I'm sure what was like, "Yo, what's up,
2: Bruce?" <laughs> but um
1: another thing though, that drugs is big in martial arts now, super low key. I mean, with like Joe Rogan talking about cocaine all the damn time on his podcast and yeah. smoking weed and DMT. DMT. Was, yeah. There is I came across a YouTube video a few years ago of a weed jiu-jitsu competition where the prize is like a pound or two of weed and niggas is smoking before they're rolling. They're rolling and rolling, bro. That's so hilarious. They're rolling and rolling.
0: I need to find footage. I wouldn't know what to do. Dude,
1: it's on Vice. And so, it's like, the walls have kind of like been broken down in martial arts and from like this kind of like dogmatic Mm -hmm. area. The UFC has made it so accessible that, you know, all types of people are getting into it and it should and they should and they absolutely should do it but it's also you know things are kind of leaking in Mm -hmm. and then also people believe in their whatever practices to make them better to Mm -hmm. get back on the mat they will do it like smoking weed can absolutely help your pain and you're not taking painkillers dangerous painkillers like Xanax and Oxycontin Sure, absolutely dangerous and can get you addicted and kill you and lead you to you know do things like heroin and they're just smoking weed and rolling now it's very it's very wild
0: yeah yeah well i mean that's one thing that maybe maybe bruce would have appreciated that he was always a fan of breaking down the borders between formality and and newness um so maybe he would have been okay with (laughs) with toking before (laughs) before you roll um yeah but uh i I guess really that that brings us to the to the end of the show is all you know i had to talk about Um and uh, I'm just like I said I'm happy to be back. This was really fun. I Can't wait to the next one already. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, So that's a wrap for us today, beloveds. If you want more Uptown Love, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Actually, now because the cool thing about Podbean is it's going to automatically upload our episode to YouTube once it's done. So thank you very much, guys, gals, non-binary pals. Wear your are,
1: condoms and get tested Yes Do yes. all those
0: things our, our Harlem family We will see you In the next one
1: Stay beautiful Don't listen to Shirley When she says she tracks the cycle <laughs> <laughs> Do it Don't think <laughs> <digger. laughs>
2: <laughs> Do it <laughs>